You're listening to Growing in Motherhood, the podcast that inspires mamas to grow, where we talk about the real stuff, not just the good stuff, and share all things parenting and motherhood insight. We are first cousins with 10 kids between the four of us, ranging in age from six years to just six months old. Whether you are currently expecting, have kids of your own, or would like to in the future, This show is for you. Let's get started and grow with us. I'm one of your co-hosts, Leah London, and this week's episode, we are talking about being a modern superwoman, a supermom. How can you actually do it all? Navigating with self-compassion and mastering each moment. Let's get to it. This idea of, of being a superwoman, I think there is definitely value in it, but I, I feel like there is also danger in it, if that makes sense. Because as a superwoman, we are, you know, we have all of these these hats that we wear, all of these plates that we spin on our hands and feet simultaneously. And, you know, we do all of these things, which we, which may be, you know, required for many women, they don't have a choice, but to do, you know, all of these different things at one time, um, to work a job, to raise however many children, to, you know, maybe for some people to care for an, uh, a parent or an in-law, to, to be a single mom in, in any of those situations or all of those situations. So there are so many hats and roles that we as women fill. And then I feel like this idea of the superwoman is that you do all of this and you just keep going. You just keep doing. You know, you stop for nothing and for no one. And so I feel like that's also dangerous, though, because that then leads to, you know, if I stop for nothing and for no one, then when do I really ever have a moment to check in and to say, how am I doing? When do I ever have a moment to stop and say, am I okay? So, and I guess that kind of goes back to what we talked about before, being honest. What do you guys feel about the superwoman, <laughs> superwoman syndrome? Or, you know, I don't know, for me, it's, I, I have this self-inflicted need or expectation that I don't quit, I don't stop. Even even if I'm failing, even if I'm, you know, not killing the situation, I'm not killing the game, but I'm not gonna stop. I'm not gonna give up. I'm not gonna admit defeat, or in many cases, to my own detriment, I'm not gonna admit the need for help because to me, that somehow equates to failure. I feel like you don't fail unless you quit. And in motherhood, like, bro, there's tomorrow. (laughs) Mm, Yes, always. You got to wake up and do it again. (laughs) Yep. There's tomorrow. (laughs) Ain't nobody failing. Okay. Get up tomorrow and and get your big girl panties on. Get your boxing gloves. You know what I mean? Get ready. And even if you have to hype yourself up, like Jaren said um, at Leah's baby shower, I'm every woman. (laughs) Hey, the thought of being a superwoman to me is motivating. Like, wow, there are women out here who are killing the game and not to look down on myself, but to let that be a motivating factor. Like, hey, if they could do it, I can do it. You know, kind of like, let's get it. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if anyone 
likes to fail Mm -hmm. so i I definitely see the importance of not the importance but i can see when you do fail how good things can come from that and failing fast in terms of i want to say fail fat like there's a business concept fail fast fail cheat so the sooner you do it the better because the sooner you learn those lessons but in terms of your question around like superwoman and I don't know. I kind of feel like in some ways you can have it all, but it doesn't mean that you have to do it all at once. And it doesn't mean that you yourself are going to execute on all of those things yourself. I mean, there's a lot of people who outsource a lot of help around the house or, um, you know, childcare. If you, you know, daycare or you have a nanny or, or what have you, whatever your arrangement is or a family member, I think that is a way that... I feel like you just have to define and put structures in place that will allow you to still be in a place where you can strive forward. But I think everyone's definition of the superwoman will be their own definition. There's things that each of us value. It's going to look different. So I do believe that you can, and I say this loosely, but you can have it all. Whatever your all is, fill in the blank. But it may not mean you yourself. It's, It's in conjunction with your partner it's in, you know, conjunction with your community, your tribe. Like I said, that, that additional help that, that you may have. Um, and fill in the blank on what that help looks like. It could even be, you know, you have like, like all those meal plan plans that are options now where you have it like shipped to your house. And then, you know, it, it takes out the work of you having to prep meals. You know, like that I feel like is, is an opportunity for you to be able to still master all of the other things that, that allows you to put less thought into completing a meal for that day. So I don't know, that's kind of my thoughts on that. Yeah. And speaking of superwoman, um, Kiki Wyatt, she actually has 10 kids. I don't know if you guys know the artist, 10 children, but bro, she probably has help. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, let's be real, you know, that, and it goes back to realistic expectations, um, expect, expecting a transitional period, right? Um, and hey, if it's not a graceful transition, girl, you're going to transition anyway. <laughs> you're going to make it. <laughs> and I'm speaking to my former self. <laughs> so what I wanted to say is why as women do we not prioritize ourselves the same way that, and perhaps I'm generalizing here, but like, I feel like dads, like, okay, I'll give an example perhaps. Like, dads will still go to the gym, right? But, like, as moms, we make all the excuses why we can't work out, get a little little garage workout in, you know? Like, it's I've seen it in multiple places, so I know I'm not the only one, but it's like, I feel like there's always an endless list of things to do, right? And that doesn't change. The reality is it doesn't change if I were to stop and take a 30, 40, 60-minute break to go get a little workout in, right? Little or big workout. But it's like, it's, it's, I feel like every time I try to create that opportunity, all that like mom stuff um, cramps that opportunity, in my opinion, right? And then it kind of goes back to the, like the superwoman thing, where it's, I feel like, I, like if I do this, if I take a moment for myself, it's going to throw off the balance or not allow me to be able to complete all the things I need to complete or master all the things I need to master in, the, in this moment. But I feel like men don't do that. Like men prioritize and do what they got to do. You know, Joy, you mentioned 
in a different episode about, you know, your husband being able to still go to work events and, you know, do this and do that, even with the newborn at home. But why do we not also do that as moms? Because we can't. Thank you. <laughs> right. So that sounds like such a harsh response. And, and the psychologist in me is saying we can't, we shouldn't use definitive words like that, right? So that's really not true. I'm, I'm exaggerating. We can, but the costs are so high. Mm. The costs are so high. They do it because they can. They don't have to worry about being gone so long that your breasts get engorged with milk. You got to go home and breastfeed somebody. Mm -hmm. They don't got to worry about being at the gym and your milk is leaking. Like they don't have to think about any of those things, putting a baby down because they prefer our touch over theirs, right? They, they have more freedom inherent in the role that they play. And sometimes I feel jealous about that. I mean, talking about gym workouts, my husband used to go for an hour and a half multiple mm. times a week and I was salty. Right. And I'm just now in a good place around it after all of these years and all these kids later, because I understand how essential it is. And so to Leah's point, we can and we should. But we have to understand that when we do take time away, the cost might be high. And yes, there's going to be perhaps more to clean up, more to deal with, more to organize when you get back. Your question is, is it worth it? Mm, is right. it worth it to me to go have this half an hour, hour in the gym? And uh, I remember when I used to, I remember Joya, girl, I started hitting the gym. Girl, y'all, my arms were looking right. Okay, that back. Okay. My butt was looking right. I was okay. looking a little cut. <laughs> okay. But listen to the. I had to go 10 to 11 p.m. at wow. Planet Fitness, you know, to get it in, coming home tired and having to wake up early. And, and so there's sacrifices. Is it worth it? Yes. But you have to define it, that for yourself. Um, mm -hmm. We totally can. But it, and it's not fair. Our roles are different. And so our freedoms might be inherently a little bit different. We have to be creative as a result. Yeah. And I think that's the, the key. I think it is. Um, is it worth it? And I think the answer to that depends on um, each individual woman, uh, because I know moms that do prioritize going to the gym and they, they make it work. Their husband stays with the kids and they go to the gym and you know, maybe it has to be later in the evening. Maybe it has to be after the kids are down. Like you said, Jaren, 10 to 11 at night. So I think it is, is it worth it? And the answer is for each individual woman that's different. And I think it also depends upon what stage in your parenting you are at. So with newborns, is it worth it for you to be like, hey, babe, I'm going to go run to the gym. Can you watch the kids? And you're a breastfeeding mom or even, you know, if you're bottle feeding, you know, I think that that looks different than if you have um, school aged children that are a little bit more self-sufficient and your husband, you know, is able to watch them and, um, you know, run to the kitchen and grab a snack for them or whatever it may be. You know, they're, they're more self-sufficient at school age than they are as newborns. So, you know, you might have a little bit more flexibility and freedom, but it's different for each person. And I think, you know, which stage you are at in, um, in your child's life or in your parenting journey also impacts that. So that makes sense. I can understand how the timing of where you are, um, will change your ability to be able to get away or take a break or do what you got to do. And then perhaps, I don't know how you feel about this, Jaren, maybe the number of kids, you know, also plays a role. Yeah, I think it definitely can. I think um, 
You know, but hold on. But when you when you start getting into multiple kids, and so and let me not also forget my stepdaughter, who was in the home uh, more so when I had Amel, my mm-hmm. oldest. Um, so with the multiple kids, you know, as one is getting older, like I think about my oldest Amel. Y'all, she can throw some waffles in the oven and put it on 350. She can grab them some cereal with milk. She can get them snacks. Like, um, she can help Ayla to the potty. Like, she is my right hand. Um, And I have to be careful not to um, put her in a parent role, right? Because she's still six. I have to be sensitive to that. But the more kids you have, as you were saying, Erin, the easier it does get because, um, you have some more freedoms and they are more mature and they can handle themselves. Um, and then they really are their own little group, right? So they, they Mm. can kind of keep each other in check and occupied. And so it does get easier. I will say it gets easier the more you have and and the older that they all get together. It, It does. It is easier. Well, now we know why our grandmother had 11 kids. <laughs> Come on now. Right? <laughs> Take this child. Oh, my goodness. I, uh, I specifically right now can remember an instance where Shane had, it was pre-COVID, <laughs> and um, I'm trying to figure out how do I get a shower with, you know, Logan, who was three months at the time, he only wanted me to hold him, like, up until six months, y'all. Would only let me put him down to sleep. Like, very, very, you know, determined little personality. And um, I remember being so frustrated because just to get a shower in, like, you know, legit, I did not shower the day before, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm going to shower today. And um, I took Logan on a boppy. And I put him, you know, put a towel down, laid the boppy down next to the shower. And um, obviously he couldn't roll or anything, but um, laid him there and then gave Ava a snack and sat her down in there on the floor too. And I was like, y'all going to stay here and I'm about to shower. (laughs) I'm about to get clean. And of course it wasn't like a a relaxing, like, oh, no, it was like Ava's peeping in, mommy. Mom, oh my <laughs> can I get in? <laughs> but I got it done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so also being flexible with what that looks Absolutely. like. What does getting it done look Absolutely. like? Yeah, um, I think we have to be willing to, um, like you said, exactly, be flexible. We have to change our our perspective. Things will look different. You know, you may be able to get things done, but it's not going to be how you got it done before you had kids. It may look very different. So, you know, a workout may now be you at home doing an exercise video with with a child hanging off of your arm or off of your leg while you're trying to do some crunches. So (laughs) that's yes, Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. real. Let me tell you, all I went through this time where. My kids were my weights. So I would say, Mm -hmm. get on my back. Let's do, you know, I'm gonna do some squats with you or I'm gonna do some some push and pulls or some good mornings with you. Like, I think that's where, that's what I love about this whole notion of being a super woman or super mom. Like it is empowering because let me tell you, as women and as mothers, our minds are just so magnificent. The, the, the amount of the, the solution finding, the problem solving, the flexibility, um, we are li- we are heroes. We are super. And so if we can tap into that and just be flexible and um, 
stay true to what defines us stay true to our values like we can I agree with Leah we can find ways to have it all in balance Mm -hmm. and in measure one last point I want to make and I did forget but it came back to me (laughs) Um, what I had wanted to say earlier was that I think it's so important because I keep hearing um, pieces of this in everyone's conversation I think it's so important to realize that being a superwoman, being a super mom does not mean that you don't ask for help. And that's something that I have struggled with and still struggle with um, for my whole life and, you know, have to work on. But it's important to know and for maybe the, the mother out there that feels like me, like I can't ask for help. Oh, yeah, you can. And you need to. <laughs> and your children need for you to. Um, and your family needs for you to recognize when you do need help and be willing to ask for it and know that that's okay and know that that does not negate your value as a woman and a mother. It adds too because in getting help, you are only building yourself up. You are only, you know, becoming skillful in ways that you might have been lacking. You know, it's help is a good thing. Seeking help is a good thing. So I say that to anyone that may feel as I do, and I say it 100% to myself. Thanks for listening to Growing in Motherhood. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other mamas just like you find the show. We also encourage you to even tell a friend. We invite you to follow our Instagram page at Growing in Motherhood for daily parenting insight and announcements for upcoming episodes. Until next time, talk to you soon.